This podcast is part of the OIW Podcasting Network. Hey guys, welcome back to Gilmy Talks. This is Gilmy again. Hope everyone's having a fantastic day and enjoyed your long weekend like I did. I had Monday off and just kind of hung out around the house, walked the dog, hung out with the uh, with the family, and had a ton of fun at our home. This week's guest is the one and only Keegan Chambers, and she is a fantastic singer, actress. She does, and she's putting out her own EP very very short shortly. Hopefully, I can get her back on the show, and that's about to be re- released. Even if it's for a little, well, a little, little coffee talk episode, and just talking about that. But before we get to the the interview, I just want to say thank you guys for listening and sharing the socials and doing all that stuff. I see it all. I truly appreciate that, and I just want to say everyone who's doing that, thank you. I'm still doing the driving talks, the walking talks. I'm experimenting with the live podcast through the Podbean app. I'm having a ton of fun doing that. And and let me know if you guys want want to actually make it a call-in show or not because I think that would be really, really fun. And maybe post on the socials, hey, I'm going to go live at this at this time so you guys can can call, call, call in. If you're interested in that, just... Let me know, or I'll just keep uh, doing doing what I'm doing, doing the walk around with Luna, or driving to and to and from work because I got to got to do uh, uh, something on that drive. <laughs> so I'd rather talk to uh, you guys. Let me just get to the sponsors real quick here, guys. Go check out BatsInTheBelfryArt.com. She's taking commissions right now, and if you want that perfect gift for somebody that you know they're going to love. Because I know she just did the latest shirt design for No Ring North, and I think it actually looks amazing. And I have to pick up that shirt once I get my next check, because you know money. And but go check out the No Ring North uh, stuff, guys, if you want to support them. Because I love watching their stuff on YouTube. I think it's ph- phenomenal, and they have uh, a couple great things there, as as well. But she is. Bats in the Belfry Art is doing amazing things. Go check it out. If you need any graphic design done, go call Rob to five nine. He also is one of the hosts for Heat Heat from the Streets. So go check that show out. I just want to say thank you very much to Keegan Chambers for coming on the show, making her podcast debut on Gilmy Talks. I loved talking talk, talking to her and we we had a blast just chatting i hope you guys really enjoy it and i'll talk to you guys on the back half good morning good evening good night how is everybody doing this is gilmy again and i am f- doing fantastic tonight guys i have a fantastic guest on right now i have keegan chambers she is an actress singer songwriter she's done costume design set design she has an putting out an EP, which hopefully we can get a release date out of her at, at, at some point during this. And if you have not heard her cover of Give Me One One Reason, go check out her Instagram page right now. Just hit pause, guys, because I have honestly been singing this song all day. So, Keegan, how's it how's the day going? Oh, my God. It's been such a good day. I got a good night's sleep. And I got a ride to work this morning. Wow. So, I mean, it just started off so great and just, yeah, it's, it's been good. <laughs> and now you're talking to me. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> I've been looking forward to this all day. I'm so excited. Uh, yes. And I believe this is your first podcast ever. That's and, right. and I am happy to have you because uh, it is going to be a, well, a fun time. I'm excited. And. My first question, where does the inspiration for your creativity come from? Because just going through your Instagram posts, because, you know, research, you are doing amazing makeup. You are doing amazing things, uh, acting, singing. And I know the Brent uh, Baird is a uh, close, close friend, friend of mine. And he told me you were on top of the costume design, the set design. 
you have an eye for stuff that looks good, which I don't because right now I'm rocking the COVID hair mullety thing thing I got going. But where where did the where did the creativity start? Oh my God, where does it come from and where does it start? Two really good questions. See, the benefit of this being my first first podcast is that um, I don't have prepared answers for anything. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I actually just was interviewed the other day by a friend of mine's kid for her uh, brownies, brownies brownies or whatever. And uh, it was the most amazing interview. She like asked me what my favorite emoji was and what I like to eat and what kind of my favorite weather was. It was like, Tough questions, but uh, I think I handled it okay. So <laughs> that's me rambling while I figure out what I'm going to say about that question. Um, okay, so whenever people ask me about where the creativity comes from, I always quote this woman. I'm doing the Brent thing where I pause. I don't think it's a Brent thing. I think it's an, an actor thing yeah, because maybe. they want to give a proper answer. It's true. It's very true. So there's this writer. uh, She wrote um, uh, Eat, Pray, Love. And her name is escaping me right now. But she did a TED Talk. And in the TED Talk, she talks about the history of creativity and how people would look at it. And so back in like the Roman times, they wouldn't consider people creative. They would say that they were Um, affected by like a creative genius or like a spirit or something like that. And so I think what I liked about that explanation was that it afforded some kind of separation between the artist and the art, because I think that a lot of the reason why there's this idea of like artists being like moody and troubled and stuff like that's, I mean, it's a, the reality, but B, I think a lot of it comes from the fact that we do something and then we think we can never do as good or we're just constantly like criticizing ourselves. And I think that separating myself from my art in that way has been helpful for my own mental health. Um, In that, like, if one day I'm like trying to write something and it's just not coming to me, I'd be like, I'm not a bad writer. My creative genius did not fucking show up. Can I swear? Sorry. Yes. Okay. Uh, The show is, is a, uh, 18 plus. Yes. Okay. Good. Oh yeah. (laughs) So yeah. Like my creative genius didn't fucking show up today. And that's why I can't write the most amazing bridge that you've ever heard so there's that and then there's also another um story that she told was about this writer and how when she would write poetry she would be for example out in the field working on her garden and all of a sudden she would feel the earth rumble beneath her and feel the energy of a song or or, sorry a poem coming to her and she would run back to her cottage as quick as she could and sometimes she would make it there just in time to grab the poem by the tail and pull it in and recite it word for word perfectly backwards and I like just even telling the story gives me chills like it's just so amazing to think about creativity that way and I think that's how I think of it for myself because there are days like I'll go up to my cottage and I'll write you know six songs in three days and then I won't write music again for another three to four months like I just it kind of comes in spurts and I guess I kind of like the idea of the fact that my creative genius is just like on vacation with me and she's like let's write some tunes girl (laughs) (laughs) yeah and speaking of the music do you like I was watching the 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 video and do you act actually play or do you just uh, write and write in write in uh, sing I just write and sing I can't play an instrument to save my life like I if you scroll down far enough you can see me really struggling through the um accordion with my grandfather trying to teach me on his like deathbed um and so that and then like I also dabble with the keyboard a little bit I try I bought a Roland keyboard and tried to teach myself um how to do that but I'm not I don't have the patience to like sit down and like do it every day and get good at it it just doesn't like excite me as much as 
like everything else does. And it, like, I would way rather spend a week, you know, every night after work coming up with a sick music video concept and like making the props and doing all that stuff than sit down at the piano and like run scales for two hours. Oh yeah. Not for me. And everybody's busy and everybody has time. Like me as a former, yeah. not a former guitar player because I still play every so often, but I don't have the eight hours to sit down and just run, just try to shred up and down and then be so finicky that I'm, uh, that I'm just getting more and more angry at myself or I'm getting frustrated and tired and just kind of running myself ragged. And where now I pick up the guitar for about 20 minutes every, every other day, every third day. And I'm a better player doing that because I'm enjoying it more. Like I actually enjoy the act of playing, playing something. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's just running, running scales because I'm very, very rusty compared to what I was way back, way back, way back when, but. (laughs) I hear that. And yeah, like when you enjoy it, it's the best thing. Like I, so we recently, I mean, you mentioned, I, I don't know if I can give you a release date because honestly, we're still waiting on the masters to come back. Yep. Um, yeah. My boyfriend is being very uh, meticulous about, he's yep. also a mixer, producer, engineer, all that stuff. Um, and he I like really wanted to be perfect, which I really appreciate because to be honest, I never thought I would find someone that cared as much about my music as I did. So I'm like very grateful for it, but we're still waiting for them to come back and for him to give the final. Okay. Um, but once those get uploaded, it'll basically be like three to four weeks from that day. Awesome. And I do got to say one thing from the video, Mm -hmm. the band looks fucking badass. They really (laughs) do. There's this blonde, this, not to sound sound creepy uh this young 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 blonde will will attractive attractive lady who is singing her heart out and these band 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 members of hers look like hoodlums that can basically rob a bank at any second and it just looked so cool and yeah and i know the masks were because probably covid times but it was so cool the how everything was so contrast in that in that video it really caught caught my eye because i'm not a video guy i am a i'm a listener guy but mm-hmm. i actually watched it from beginning to end and that never happens <laughs> <laughs> you got no me. nobody has uh, an attention span for that anymore oh yeah it's um because i've never been uh i've never been a youtube guy i've never been uh because I think it's being a father of four, I'm so busy, so I can just throw earbuds in and listen to something mm-hmm. while continuing doing life, whether it's uh, putting out the fire of my barbecue earlier today. Um, that was fun. <laughs> I, firefighter to your list of uh, skills. Um, yeah, uh, legit. I kind of set my barbecue on fire, fire today. Um, oh yeah. Well, I'm glad everyone's uh, okay. Oh, everyone's fine because uh, I'm a paranoid person who cooks with a box of baking soda beside him. Yep. Well, thank goodness for that. (laughs) Yeah, that that was uh, the big and exciting part of my day. And uh, a couple buddies of mine from group chats are going, okay, how much potatoes were you cooking that you had to set it on fire? Mike. Oh my God. My uncle has set his barbecue on fire three times now. Once the neighbor came running across the street, a firefighter came running across the street with a fire extinguisher to put it out because he was like inside or in the backyard or somewhere. Totally forgot about the barbecue. Why is he leaving it alone? (laughs) I know. Another time a friend had come over to like show off their new, um, like Winnebago. motorhome I don't know yep. and uh and yeah same thing pulled up barbecues on fire grab their fire extinguisher from their brand new Winnebago come out put it out <laughs> like what dude don't walk away from the barbecue yeah no I I was legit right there what happened is uh I cook with olive oil and flavored oils I being a restaurant guy um sorry restaurant background I'm no longer a restaurant guy but 
the oil, what happened was the foil ripped when I put it on the grill and all the oil dripped right onto the burner. And then it just went up like black smoke everywhere, like instantaneously. If I was in the house, probably would have caught, 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 caught the fence or something. Oh my but, God. Did you, uh, is, like, is your barbecue okay? I'm going to be looking at that tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a, yeah. that's a, that's, that's, a uh, that's worry about it later, later kind of, kind of thing. It's, it's old. And anyway, I was going to, going to wait until the fall sales to get a new ones, but. Might have hey. That summer barbecue price. Oh yeah. I am a, uh, I'm a, I, I like to be a positive guy. So I'm looking at the good here. So, and like the funny thing, um, a little kid ran to, saw the smoke, ran to his great grandmother's house, who is the president of the, the board where I live in the townhouse. And so the kid thinks I'm a kid because I'm a younger, younger looking guy. So he tells his grandma that a kid is starting a fire. And so she comes running over and I'm just like, everything's done. Everything's put away. And she's just like, okay, who, what, what kid was, was setting this out? I'm like, my kids don't touch the barbecue. Um, that was all me. And the kid's like, he's the one, he's a kid. I'm like, I'm 40 years old and I just need some gray hair or something now. Uh, Oh my God. Lucky you, man. You must not like smoke or drink. Like, Oh, I drink. Um, <laughs> and I smoke the green, so it's all good. And I talk okay. about that on the show quite often. Um, because I didn't for years and years when I was growing up and having, having kids, mm. but when it, be because it was e illegal and, uh, that's one thing I'm not going to be a dad from jail. No, no, no matter what. Yeah. So when it became legal, I started smoking again. And some of my listeners actually dropped off like half pound in my mailbox. And I'm like, Oh my God. I thought you were going to say you like lost listeners over that. I was like, what Oh no, 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 no. They're, they're, they're giving me weed. It's kind of a, kind of a, kind of a, kind of a, kind of a cool. Cause I'm just like, um, I'm, I'm learning all about it. Like different strains, different types, different styles, different mm -hmm. flavors like i had one that tasted like cedar the other night it was not good. good not good not oh, not okay. i'll keep an eye out for that one then yeah that one is not a not not a good flavor it was very 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 strong and and pungent but not my not your cup of tea no this is going to be the most least manly thing like i've i've i have said on the show i like the more floral tasting nice. ones which That's is very cool. nice and like anything flower, like flowery, those mm -hmm. I really, really like. Yeah. And, and I normally smoke at night. So I'm a heavy, heavy in, uh, indica guy because it helps me sleep, relaxes yeah. the muscles. And now I'm mixing it up with like teas, teas. I'm really, yes, really I... liking. Yeah. Those I really like. Um, yeah. Those like, I'm not a edibles guy because, mm -hmm. um, Personally, I like it immediately. I don't like to wait around an, an hour or two and then be like, hey, now I'm okay. This is awesome. Yeah. No, um, I'm See, not that guy. I feel like I'm afraid of edibles because I'm like, I don't know my dosages and I don't know how it's going to work. And I'm scared of that. I'd rather just take a little hoot and yeah. chill out or take a couple well, hoots and go to bed. Well, well, exactly. That's what I what what I like. Because, um, and I had to learn whether I like joints or bongs or pipes or this or that and find what works for you. Uh, oh, actually, I'm uh, going, going to drop this now. Um, I'm actually doing a round, round, round table discussion uh, next week, uh, Wednesday at eight um, about, with a whole bunch of different people from different walks of life about how cannabis, a, the positives of cannabis. Uh, cannabis because uh, these guys have like some wrestlers podcasters interviewers friends um actors 
don't want to drop any names yet because everyone's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. I don't like to drop names until I actually have a definite yes or. Totally. Yeah, because it's podcasting and things change quite often. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. Uh, the best story was the scariest wrestler ever yelled at me for calling him on a cell phone that he gave me and he forgot about it. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, That's that funny. was. And he was one of the one of the deathmatch guys who like put people through glass and light tubes and that kind. Of, yeah, he was yelling at me. And uh, yeah, Fine. yeah, that was not my uh, not my funnest day. It's yeah, a, no, I would bet not. It's a great, great story, though. <laughs> yes, definitely that. Definitely. Oh, yeah. That. yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, now kind of back on a uh, tracky again. See, just yeah. I'm all over the place here. Like a conversation. Yeah. Oh, yeah, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really interested in the costume design. And I know you really helped out Brent when he was doing Seeking Oblivion. And yeah. oh, and by by the way, you were fucking amazing in that uh, movie. Oh. I'm just flat out saying it. I absolutely loved it. Thank um, you. I appreciate that so much. And uh, as these are Brent's exact words, I am not the star star. I am not the star star of that. Oh, movie. Strong. <laughs> hey, his words. It's actually on the podcast. It got released. So, oh, man. Kept it in. So Too kind. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> uh, costume design is something I know. Ve- I know nothing more about it. I'm a jeans and black t-shirt guy all the all the time i don't know nothing about clothes can you hey if it worked for steve jobs it can work for you my friend oh yeah it just <laughs> um i'm a t-shirt and jeans uh, jeans guy that's what i like it's what i'm uh, comfortable in yeah but can you explain what exactly costume design is yeah i mean let me just be frank and say that I jumped into a lot of roles on that film that I was not necessarily prepared to do. Um, I went to school for fashion design and then I realized that I really don't like to sew or that I'm not, I like it, but I'm not particularly skilled at it. And so I kind of was like, maybe I could do something else in fashion. So I switched to fashion management and that I ended up taking along with the like fashion related courses, I ended up having to take um, economics and accounting. And I ended up doing the best, like I went into my accounting exam with 110% grade. So at that point I was just like, maybe I should just be an accountant and make a ton of money and say, fuck this. And so I was just very confused and I dropped out and I was like, I always really liked fashion. I like dressing differently every day. Like even since I was a kid, like I would, I had these like fleece bell bottom, bright yellow pants with like <laughs> flowers on them. And then I had a matching pair that were pink with yellow flowers on them. And I just like always had a really fun time with how I would dress. Like some days I dress like a tomboy. Some days I wear a dress. Some days I wear something really comfortable. Other days I would not like wear some leather pants or something. <laughs> but I've always just like really enjoyed being able to wake up every day and be like, who do I want to be today? How do I want to present myself today? It's a new day. It's a new opportunity. And I've always really enjoyed that. So that's how I kind of got into that. And then, yeah, when they were doing it, they were like, well, you know, like art stuff, like, do you want to do that? And I was like, yes, yes, I want to do that. And I came up with the whole concept of, I don't know if Brent told you much about the color scheme. Yeah. So like, I just thought that was a really, really cool thing to do. And like, I really like, there's so many things If we had, it just had like a little bit more money. I could have like really like gone for it. Like I really wanted raw, um, the, uh, the uncle's car to be like a really old Brown, like beat up car. Like I wanted everything to like have that, like go along with my scheme. Um, but alas, you can't have it all in these indie films. Um, But yeah, so the color scheme was like a big thing, just like giving every character a color and really making it like in your face, not subtle. You know, it's funny because I did that and I only just watched Breaking Bad like over the pandemic. So, and that also a lot of color stuff in that movie. And so when I was watching it and, you know, my boyfriend was telling me about the color scheme and stuff, I was like, wow. I was like, I did that. And I didn't even know about this show. (laughs) Oh, yeah, wait. Um, yeah yeah. but yeah I think it was just a matter of like 
I don't know how, where the, again, where the creativity comes from. I don't know where that idea came from, but kind of just like rolled with it. And, you know, you have to, again, on small budget stuff, you have to work with what people have in their wardrobes already. So helping people pick clothes from home and, you know, sending pictures of outfits and figuring out if it works on the day on camera. And I mean, because of my experience in with acting, I knew like, okay, like we can't really have like a busy pattern or like maybe black isn't going to turn out so well on camera. And I had an idea of that kind of stuff, but I mean, it also wasn't like costume design, you know, like I wasn't designing or making anything or doing anything extravagant. I was kind of just like helping people decide what they were going to wear. Awesome. Yeah. Because and keeping, spreadsheet and keeping track of the storyline and under like if we're because sh- you never shoot everything in order so shooting out of order and on different days and over time you have to make sure that they're wearing the right outfit and the right scene stuff like that so yeah I ended up buying a fish for my character and then I was like uh I need to now take care of that fish I had that fish for years I took it <laughs> to Vancouver and back in my cup holder and yeah it's it died eventually but i had it for like several years wow yeah because yeah fish live for a long time uh grew up my dad was a fish guy he still is but he doesn't have the big hundred gallon tanks tanks anymore in the middle of the living room which is kind kind of nice because i don't have to help him move them um because they're heavy and they're made of glass and i'm kind of a klutz so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, but looking at fish is so cool like uh, i would love nothing more than to like have a house with a fish tank in it oh yeah it's uh a lot of work for a big fish tank and what he kept trying to do is uh get it to take care of itself and he kept buying coral that wouldn't work because it was too salty or not salty enough and the fish were fine but they just couldn't couldn't like you know those uh you know those kind of plant rainforests in a jar that you just kind of plop a lid on and then leave it for years just put it by a window and it's fine no never heard of that in my life oh okay no they're uh, like little little perfectly balanced eco eco systems and that would that's what he was trying to do for years and years and years with his fish tank because And then he just one day just gave up because. Well, it just makes you appreciate like nature so much more because you can't recreate that and how magical it is that those things and those places exist as they do. Oh yeah. Just like, um, I'm like, I've always been a nature guy, but I've never been a hiker or taking walks or taking the dog out or anything, anything like that up until the pandemic happened. And like I would walk the dog 20 minutes every single morning before work, my exercise. And also I am extremely grumpy when I first wake up. I'm not a nice person. So I literally leave my family every morning for about 20 minutes to half hour. Just walk the dog. Get, That's amazing. Get all the grumpies out. And then um, I've, I've been doing it more and more lately mm. because it is just uh, I enjoy doing it. I live right beside a big pretty big park park in the uh, city and me and her just go wander around and and people don't uh because i'm wearing wearing those gator masks so right up to here no one's bugging me because um, <laughs> i'm 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 six six foot two i'm a pretty big yet big i can be a big intimidating dude if, someone uh, thought you were a kid yeah oh my God. i know I know. I get a lot. They just think I'm uh, some tall, lanky because I'm so tall, lanky, 18 year old. Yeah. I'm lanky and awkward. And it is, it is what it is. It's just who I am. What kind of and, dog do you have? Uh, Husky lab. Oh, so cute. She has a Husky personality and mostly a lab coat. Mm-hmm. Except she has two Husky hack, like two big passes of fur on her back. The way she's pissed off, those stand straight up, and it's the weirdest looking thing. But it just she is she is an adorable dog. And if you guys want to uh, see her, go to at Gilmi on Twitter. I've been posting photos of her all 
all all all week because I'm walking around at 6 a.m. with the dog. Oh, I'll have to go check that out. I used to be a nanny. And so first of all, let me just say I grew up with pets, but I never had like my own pet. And so I never like, like when pet people, this is going to sound so bad. When people's pets would die and they would be really, really upset, like a family member just died, I would be like, okay, like it's just an animal. And I did, I never really, like, I understood, but I never like got it. Like I never like had that Mm -hmm. feeling. And then when I was nannying, they had a dog. And after about, I think I was only there for like two months and they were like, oh, we're getting a puppy. I was like, excuse me, my workload is doubling. But (laughs) so they got a puppy. It was um, a golden doodle. And I fell so madly in love with that dog. Oh my God. I to this day I feel like it's my dog and I know that it's not my dog I did not pay for that dog but I spelt spent all every day Monday to Friday all day with that dog then sometimes when they would go away I would take the dog on the weekends they would go away for like two weeks over Christmas and I would just have the dogs for two weeks over Christmas I take them up to my cottage I the first night I met my boyfriend I took the dogs to a bar to go see their band play like and just like tied them up outside and went in and came out in between songs and like the bartenders brought out like snacks and I was like no actually they have a really strict diet but um point of the story is I miss that dog a lot wish I could steal it no that's not cool <laughs> probably still know the passcode to their house but I won't do it I'm just kidding I <laughs> <laughs> probably changed the code but <laughs> but um yeah I now I'm a dog person now I'm the person who asks people about their dogs at parties and like tells this story and it's like wants to see pictures of people's dogs it's bad. yeah because once you understand that I don't know what it is about dogs but <sighs> It makes a household complete. It's sure. just like, even if it's, it's a single person. It's love that is so often lacking in a family household. Yeah. Like, I mean, no, not saying you, no, not no, no, me, no. just I saying, you know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, because she adds to our household, whether she's always driving us crazy when she's underfoot, because whenever anyone is in the kitchen, she's right there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because I have, all right, on dog terms, I have a horrible untrained dog. Oh no! Because she she's a husky, she's stubborn, mm-hmm. she's adorable. Mm-hmm. The only her only saving grace, like you cannot properly train this dog to walk. I've been trying for five years because they're just they're bred to pull, right? So they're just mm-hmm. pulling and doing yeah. doing, doing their doing their thing. That's what it is. I'm the only right. one in, in the house who can actually walk her because um, she's 45 pounds of solid, solid muscle. She ends up like, walking them. Oh, yeah. Like uh, there's been times uh, I tried getting getting her after being worn out. OK, one of the kids can maybe walk her. Dragged him about a good 20 feet. Oh, no. Like just through the grass. Ah, yeah. <laughs> And me being the great father I am, I'm just standing there laughing, not helping, going, oh, God, this is great. Should I uh, videotape this? Um, But, yeah. And, yeah, that's... uh, Let me videotape this for our memories. Then I'll help you. That's how kids Mm -hmm. learn. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have so many weird little little videos videos of of these guys doing random nonsense that I thought was great at the time. And now I look back and I'm like, I have no idea what this is. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I, it's so funny looking back on the footage that my parents got of me and seeing the footage that my friends are getting of their kids now. And it's like, it's insane. It's insane. The, the quality, the quantity, the frequency, the, it's like every moment is documented. And I'm like, That's sick. Mm-hmm. But like, it's going to be a lot to sift through when they're older, you know? Oh, yeah. It's like, um, I think there's like maybe a dozen photos of me as a kid. Right? Yeah. I'm like yeah. a baby book. Yep. A couple VHS tapes. Oh, yeah. There is VHS tapes, to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah. Uh, my parents have that big old, big old shoulder camera. I just like, nice. hey guys, it's uh, Christmas. And it's like jostling around. You can barely make anything out, but. So good. Oh, yeah. 
and we watch those every so often um yeah yeah and now just uh allergy season oh yeah. what are you allergic to uh everything that floats in the air <laughs> uh, i've never had a test it just kicks off in the spring and that's about it what do you take claritin uh whatever my wife buys nice <laughs> that's it she's like <laughs> hey you're you're starting to be wheezy again here take this okay yeah. and then i'm then i'm fine, fine. i okay. am Honestly, without her, I would be lost. Like I don't know how 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 to do half of your, half of your stuff. I am married to a very amazing amazing lady. You're a lucky guy. I am, and I tell her this uh, quite often, and she says, "Did you do the dishes? Come on, just <laughs> just, just go go do the dishes. Just stop trying to get out out." out I know. It. I appreciate your verbal thank you. But my love yes. language is actions, and I'm gonna need you yep. to do the dishes. Oh, and honestly, that book book when I was a younger man helped helped a lot because mm-hmm. I didn't know. Oh, uh, I've been with her since I was nineteen. Oh, so I had no idea what was going on, what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what a relationship was, and I had to learn. Yeah. and we did two two together because we're both two extremely stubborn people. Who don't like uh, giving up on things? That's so, really funny. Oh yeah, <laughs> I love it. And it's a good. It's a good book. It's a good concept. Even just at the end of the day, regardless of like the five love, like whatever. It's like you can't necessarily like yes, treat other people the way you want to be treated, but at the same time, like treat other people how they want to be treated, and yeah. listen when they communicate it to you. And like recipe for success. And that was uh, one thing that took me a while to learn that different people appreciate different things. Like myself, I'm a, I'm, I'm a very huggy person. Mm. Like my friends, my wife, anybody, like I'll throw my arm around and anybody just because, Mm -hmm. and well, not in the past 15 months, but. I was going to say COVID must be tough. (laughs) Oh Yeah. And like, uh, I saw a buddy of mine, he just reopened his bar. So I popped in, popped in to say, Hey, how, how's everything going? How's this? How's it? How, how, how's that? And I'm like, I can't hug you. Can I? Nope. Nope. Oh, well I tried (laughs) (laughs) because he is not a huggy person. So, uh, (laughs) yeah, it is, it is, it is what it is. Everybody's different and you got to learn how people work because yeah. everyone's a little bit well, a little bit different I'm a hugger too but honestly like even like I came home the other night from I like take the bus home it's like three transfers I get home and I walk in the house and I still have my mask on and I'm telling my story about how my day was and my boyfriend's dad's like take off your mask and I'm like oh yeah like mm-hmm. and then we're in the kitchen and he goes to put something in the microwave and I move over and he's like what do I think? Like, you got to move away from me. And I'm like, no, like, it's just like my body moves now and does like, Mm -hmm. I'm just an auto COVID pilot. Like, it's so, it's so weird. Yeah. Like, uh, I work with the public daily and Mm -hmm. just like, I haven't, like one thing I really miss doing is taking the bus to work and living in London. It's one hour one bus i'm i'm very lucky it just no no transfers so what i would do bring my laptop sit down do work edit graphic design whatever i'm feeling like that at that particular moment That's and so, like, meditative oh yeah it just yeah. um and i got a lot of my create creativity ideas from riding the bus because <laughs> like this is how i have one ear like this one ear like this so I can still hear 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 people talking in background noise, and they don't think I'm actually there. So they will just say anything, and that's little bits for a story, little bits for this, little bits for a song, what whatever happens. And it's just like uh, these these people don't know that they're sharing personal information of their lives, which is 
very weird to say because I'm a people watcher and some people are, some people aren't. And I just pay attention to my surroundings at all times. Yeah. And it just, I probably just don't care when I'm on the bus. Like I had a full on conversation with my Nana on the bus. Like she, I, she called me in the middle of the day and I couldn't answer because I was at work. And so I called her on my way home and we just had like this long chat and I was talking to her about like really personal stuff, like her health problems. And I was talking about my health problems and we were just going to town and, and I was like, you know what? I don't care who can hear me right now. I'm never going to see these people again. Yeah. I'm not affecting them. I'm not hurting them. I'm not bothering them. And if you don't want to listen to me, go to the front of the bus or put your headphones. Like, uh, I just. Yeah. Because everybody on the bus has headphones now. Yeah. Every single person, whether they're answering phone calls or listening to podcasts, music, or anything like uh, that. Mm -hmm. And. And actually, back to uh, the music now. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know the reason why you came on the on on the uh, on the show. Um, when did you decide to make a, a a record? I don't know the difference between EP, LP, this short release, single. That I don't know the difference. Learned between... all that stuff too. So oh, yeah. let me just say, let me give you a little bit of education. So EP is back in the day when we would have records, like actual vinyl, an EP would be one of the smaller ones that only had room for about four to five songs worth of time. And so that's why they called an EP and an LP was the big record. So you have enough room to put like a whole, you know, 12 to 18 songs or whatever on there. So that's EP, LP. A record technically covers both EP and LP, but an album only is an LP. Okay. And I just Googled the last one yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still learning. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. But, but um, yeah, like, okay. So let me just say that I like, ever since I was a kid, I would sing. And that's why my mom put me into singing lessons. And like, ever since like grade four, I was doing private lessons. And then I was in like the children's choir and traveled a bunch and competed with them. I did the competition, the vocal competitions, um, the conservatory or whatever. I did all that. And then when I got to high school and we ended up getting a new conductor, um, And it just like, wasn't the same vibe. Everything was a bit different. And so I was also getting a bit older and I wanted to have a job and have my own money. So I ended up getting a job at Swishale and that started my life in the hospitality industry where I would spend the next like 12 years. But I basically left music when I went to high school because I had to decide when I was in grade eight, what high school I was going to go to. So I could either go to Aurora High for French immersion, or I could go to the Unionville uh, High School for Arts. And I was in French immersion all through elementary school. So I was like, I can either do the smart thing of doing French immersion and continuing with that, or I can like take a risk and do music. And at the time I had like, like, no, at the time I had no idea what it was to write a song. And throughout high school, I like tried writing songs. A friend of mine played guitar and we would try writing songs, but like, I just, I couldn't do it. I had nothing to say. I didn't know how to say it or just like, wasn't my thing at the time. And then, um, I guess like, I just kind of like did life, you know, I tried to like find my path. I ended up going through high school. I went to Ecuador for three months on a um, international education program. I went to university. I moved to Toronto and tried to do that. When I went to university, that's where I started doing acting, um, Secret Santa, that stuff. And then I decided to move to Toronto and I would like try to be an actress. So I was working in bars and restaurants, trying to do the actress thing. And then eventually I just came home one day and like started writing a song. And actually, you know what it was? I'm pretty sure if I look at the timeline, I'm pretty sure I got my keyboard because I wanted to start doing covers and put them on YouTube. And then I think that kind of like sparked something and I started writing my own stuff. And then it just lived in my like voice notes on my phone forever. 
and eventually the um, wonderful Michael Becker from um, Seeking Oblivion and Secret Santa. Um, you know, we had been to the studio where he works to do uh, ADR for the film. And I was like, I would like to record music here. And he was like, that could be arranged. <laughs> so we ended up doing um, some demos for an EP. And I was working with a guitarist at the time who like loved death, great friend, but just like he wasn't interested in like doing music with me moving forward. It was just kind of like a I'll help you figure out your songs kind of thing. Cause all I had was lyrics and a melody on a voice note on my phone. I had no idea what key I was singing in. I had no idea if I had any kind like if I had anything to work with, if it was the right like song structure, or, like I had no idea of any of that. And I needed someone to like help me figure that out. So he helped me and eventually it all kind of started to get out there and started to release stuff bit by bit, one piece at a time. And then I ended up meeting Daniel and he just took it running. <laughs> and yeah. now we're like, actually we have a sound, everything's like produced, it's not acoustic. It's like, so a couple years, no, yeah, I guess a couple years ago in 2019, I decided it would be a really good idea to apply for some grant money. And by that time I had the acoustic EP out um, and the one like actually produced a music video for Loving You. And um, we ended up getting it. We applied for two grants. We applied for an OAC grant, Ontario Arts Council grant. And we applied for a grant with Factor Canada. We got the artist development grant, not a lot of money, but enough of a nudge to be like, you know what, you're doing the right thing. And by that time we had, we had done demos for three uh, more songs and we kind of chose the best one out of that to use for the application. And yeah, getting the grant was like, yeah, it's like sick to have a little bit of money. But the biggest thing was like the, like gatekeepers in the industry are saying you're on the right track you're doing the right things we want to invest in you too we see that you've invested in yourself we want to contribute and see what you can accomplish next and let me tell you we have gone above and beyond what we put in that grant application because it's just been it's just been consistent like i have such a backlog of songs that nothing's been happening with them that as soon as we finish one, I'm like, okay, let's work on another one. And I just pull out my notebook and have the lyrics all written down. And Daniel goes, mm, that's in the wrong key. You need to sing it here. Or uh, you need to write a bridge for that song. Or we're not producing a six and a half minute song. So cut something out. <laughs> <laughs> so it's definitely a collaborative process, even in that way. Um but it's like, I feel like I come to the table with like the meat and potatoes and Daniel's like, let's barbecue it and put these spices on and, you know, slap on some garlic butter. I don't know. I'm hungry. <laughs> but yeah, so it's great. And that's kind of how it started and how it's going. And um, yeah, I'm just hoping we can apply for more grant money, get more notice. Um, I... <sighs> Do you want to know a really funny story? Sure. So we released a song in January called Not Waiting. And then actually you might have seen this if you looked at my Instagram uh, about sending the wrong song to the radio. Did you see that? Yeah. yeah. So I did that and decided this time around I would hire a publicist. So uh, we're going to be working with Eric Alper and he's amazing. He's such a wonderful dude. We have a few few conversations on this one I'm really excited to see what happens but he really believes in what we're doing and and what my stuff sounds like so he's like yeah let's get you out there get people to know who Keegan Chambers is and so that's kind of what I'm, what I'm looking forward to awesome yeah and now for the social media plugs before the Gilmy Talks 10 uh, gets sure. in sure. where can people find you I, okay, if you just go to www.keeganchambers, K-E-E-G-A-N-C-H-A-M-B-E-R-S.com, you will find everything you need to know about me there. There's links to all my social media. There's trailers and short films that I've acted in. There's my modeling photos from back in the day. There's, um, you know, all my music stuff. There's blogs if you want to, like, get into what's going on in my brain. There's blogs you can read there's a little bit of everything there awesome yeah and nice simple see 
my my website is kiomitalks.podbean.com because I need a server so you put all my stuff on and I don't want to pay no hundred bucks a month or a year because I'm a cheap cheap man it's a lot but it's worth it oh you know what else is on my website my merch (laughs) you can buy stuff there (laughs) yeah yeah so uh so for the person who's doing their first plug uh, podcast, you know how to drop plugs. So that's a very, <laughs> very good thing. Very the lead. Oh, you can oh. buy stuff. I have really cool t-shirts. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> there it. you go. Nice. I love it. Yeah. Uh, more because my hair is down to about here and it drives me nuts. But... <laughs> you need a Keegan COVID haircut. I've been the resident haircutter in this household. Oh, my... My wife keeps 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 saying, "Oh, I'll just shave it." I'm like, "No, nah, no, nah, nah. it's just gonna end up in a fight. It's just one of those things where just like, yeah, no." Nah, yeah, I'm, Danny almost I'm broke good. up with me the first time I cut his hair. Actually, no, it wasn't the first time. It was like after a couple times, I got like too confident. He was like, "Let me get the mirror," and I was like, "I don't need it." <laughs> Whoops. Oops. Yes. Oops. <laughs> yeah. And and there's fighting, and I don't want to. Just a minor argument ensued. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like, why did you do that? Well, you flinched. Um, I told you to get, I was going to get the mirror so I could see what you were doing. If you had to just let me get the mirror. Mm -hmm. Now we always get the mirror. But I'm also just better at it because it's been however many months of doing it every few weeks. Oh, yeah. And me, I just, I legit just, when the pandemic started, I had short hair. Now I don't. Um, Just tell people you're a hockey player. Oh, yeah, sure. (laughs) Yeah, You're tall I'm, enough. Uh, I'm yeah, right. I'm uh yeah. Just really look, look at this. It's like I'm rocking a mullet. It's great. Um, <laughs> Good stuff. Hey, Miley Cyrus is bringing it back. Oh God. <laughs> I don't understand if she is awesome or if she's a terrible human. I have no idea. No idea about that girl. You know what? I let me just say my two cents about Miley Cyrus. Yeah, I think shoot. she's amazing. I think she did the awesome. thing like Taylor Swift did. She started in country and that's what you do because that's where you come from and you're a kid and you grow up and you like different music. You want to try out different things. But nobody's perfect. That woman oh, has yeah. made mistakes just like we all have. And you know what? Let's not have another Britney Spears on our hands, okay? That's no, no. And it just because it's a huge little bit of a age difference be between us. Mm. I don't I'm I a I've never been a pop music guy. I've okay. always been I've always been a metal guy, a rock guy. You're Up gonna and, like my EP then. There's some who? you know the band Skull Fist. Yeah. Um Johnny does a solo on one of my songs. So. <laughs> <laughs> That is very cool. Yeah. That is very, very cool. It's um I up until the last year where I've actually opened my myself, uh, a friend of mine, Brendan Caulfield, he does his own podcast. This is this is Brendan. Go if you're listening to me, go check that out because it is a fantastic show. I absolutely love it. And me and him did like a three-hour podcast one night. Uh, don't listen to that. I drank way too much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm but, definitely going to listen to that one. <laughs> oh, God. It's just I, I, I get more and more slurred as I go <laughs> throughout oh the God. show. And it's he edited some things I said out, which I'm very thankful for because I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> podcast length. So my, I just got a notification that my battery is low. So. I didn't bring my charger outside. So I can either grab it or we can your call. Okay. Uh, let's just, do you have three, three uh, minutes? Yes. We can bang this out, out, out real, real quick. Let's All right, guys, it. we're doing the Gilmy Talks 10 real, real, real quick here. All right. First one, hockey or football? Hockey. Couch or re- recliner? Oh, couch. And I have a thing for roadside furniture. Let me tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Night owl or early, early riser. Uh, I cannot decide both hundred percent, both love and early morning. Sometimes love a late night. Oh yeah. Or me, I just get live off for like three to four hours sleep. That's Um, it. Yeah, both. Ooh, this one. 
clean shaven or facial hair? Oh my God. First thing I said to my boyfriend was, what do you think about growing a beard? <laughs> yeah. <Shave> a beard. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, uh, actor or model? Since Today? you, since you've done both. What Which, do I prefer being? Yeah. Actor. It's way more exciting. Oh yeah. Yeah. Personally, I have no idea. Um, <laughs> Mac or PC? Mac. Reading or movies? Oh, let's just say if I want to escape, movies. If I want to learn something, audiobook. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, sweater or hoodie? Oh, my God. You asked me a fashion question. I don't know. <laughs> sweater is easily more easily taken off a sweater than a hoodie. You don't have to fuck up your hair with a sweater. Uh, well, then there's my hair. I just hide it. Um, slippers or barefoot? Slippers. My feet are always cold. Same. I can't do the barefoot thing. It's yep. I, I, I think it's anyone who worked in restaurants, hospitalities, mm. and you did long, long days on your feet. You need yeah. something on your feet. Totally. I agree. Yep. yep. And last but not least, all the listeners know that what number 10 is coming oh. up. Toilet paper over or under? Over. Is yep. there any other way? Yeah, some people have said under, and then I, I berate them for, for being very, very wrong. Rightfully so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And once again, I just want to say thank you very much for your for your for your time. This has been a great chat. And oh I God. thank you. It's been it's been fun. Thank you. You made my first podcast experience very enjoyable. So I appreciate it so much. Hey guys. Told you that was a fantastic interview. I really enjoyed talking to Keegan about all about everything we had we had talked about, whether it be the love languages or music or whatever we had we had chatted about there. Because I just enjoyed the chat. Now a couple things, guys. Once again, go check out Ofenti Cities. That's the sponsor of this week's episode. The perfect fucking shirt for you. Go like them on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. They are there. And you know what? Uh, Right now, I love this shirt. It just says, fuck all you racist cunts. In like a 90s uh, 90s background. I personally really, really like that shirt. Because also, it says exactly what I th- what I well I well, I I I think about those types, so go check those those out because there's a couple different uh, different designs on there that I absolutely love. And remember to use that promo code Gilmy G U I L M Y for two reasons: one, you get ten percent off, and me I get a little bit thrown to me to help. Put this show on for you guys so i just want to say thank you very very much for the the sponsorship there guys so go check them out and once again thank you very much for keegan chambers coming on the show loved it uh, chatting chat, chatting with her go follow her on all of her socials they were dropped during 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 the show and have a wonderful and guys you know what this is now call to action And I just want you guys to do one good thing for somebody else, whether they know it or not. Just one good thing. Try to make the world a little bit better because we're all, I know everyone's kind of struggling with everything right now. We're almost through this whole COVID thing, guys. Get, get checked out, get, get the vaccines going and we'll get through this too. We're together. So just do that one nice thing and rate, review, and share the show because that's how people find out, out about this show. I got no advertising budget, so that's how Gilmy Talks is going to get bigger and better throughout throughout the year because this is the year that I have a magic number that I wanted, wanted to break. And thanks to you guys, I already did it. I broke that number in like the first two months. And I'm so happy with all the downloads, the success, and 
basically how well the show's doing 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 uh, this year and that's because of you guys and I just want to say thank you very very much uh, just drop talking with Tom on the weekend if you want to go in the archives check that one out um, been getting some great feedback from uh, <laughs> the first story we talk about on on that show so talk to you later guys bye